global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And good morning. I'm John Tucker. This Bloomberg Business Class being brought to you by the American Arbitration Association. Business disputes are inevitable. Resolve faster with the American Arbitration Association, the global leader in alternative dispute resolution for over 85 years. Learn more at ADR.org. In the pre-market, the most active share right now, shares of Best Buy. They are down close to 4% this morning, falling in the pre-market after lowering its second quarter earnings forecast. French tax officials raided the Paris offices of Google early today. It's in a probe into possible tax evasion. This is according to the La Parisian newspaper reporting citing unidentified sources. The stock index of futures, they are higher this morning uh, before new home sales data that may show an improving economy. Investors also gauging the prospects for a Federal Reserve rate increase uh, next month. That has the dollar higher. Uh, right now, the euro 111.75, down about four-tenths of a percent. The yen, 109.67, that's down about four-tenths. Sterling, 146.09. We have the uh, two-year note yield at 0.90. The 10-year note yield at 1.84%. NYMEX accrued. Oh, that's turned around right now. Up about to 10 cents a barrel at 48 19. Spot gold down 735 an ounce at 1241.77. And we check the markets for you every 15 minutes during the trading day right here on Bloomberg Radio. Surveillance continues with Tom Keen and Mike McKee. John Tucker, thank you very much. Well, it is time for us to put on our uh, overalls and get down in the mud. That's what it comes down to, it appears now, with the uh, presidential campaign. Chuck Todd, unfortunately, has to live in the mud day to day, covering politics for NBC with his MSNBC program and uh, Meet the Press, of course, which he hosts every Sunday. And you can hear here on Bloomberg Radio, 11 and 3 o'clock. Chuck, um, it's almost impossible to think things are going to get worse than they are. But then after the last couple of days, uh, Donald Trump uh, airs an inst- puts out an Instagram ad uh, with the voices of women whom he claims have had affairs with Bill Clinton and then brings up Vince Foster. Uh, this is really it, – it's, it's amazingly ugly. It is, um, but – you know, if you follow the the primary campaign, it was pretty obvious that Trump would do this. He said he was going to. He, he sort of implied that he would do it. He tested it out once, uh, and here we are. Uh, and so I think that yeah, I think this is going to be um, this is going to be something that that we see daily, especially. But Trump, he said it himself. He called himself a counterpuncher. But what he really is is if he if he knows he has a weakness, then he tries to share the weakness with an opponent. Pure and simple. And I think he knows he's got a weakness with women. So he figures, okay, how can I at least make this more complicated with her? Well, I'll bring up Bill Clinton stuff and at least make her life miserable about it. Because at a minimum, what does it do? It makes it a little harder for them perhaps to hit me on how I treat women. And and I think that that he, at a minimum he neutralizes it. That's what he thinks. I I wonder if I mean and and we can talk in a moment about um you know the realities of the polls and and the campaign mm-hmm. which are far different from the headlines that people are mm-hmm. seeing these days but uh, I wonder if 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 we if this campaign will play out a, a, as a question of who wins cable TV uh Donald Trump you know puts out a, a an outrageous comment right and then it basically constantly forces Hillary to respond 
Well, and I think that that's going to be um, that's going to be the balance that the Clinton campaign has to figure out. How often do you respond, and how often do you ignore? You can't always ignore, and you can't always respond. Uh, you have to pick your spots on that front. Uh, on the second, it's interesting. I, I do think, as far as you, you say, who wins cable? Essentially, what you're saying is who dominates the news cycle on any given day. What's been interesting about that strategy is that both McCain and Romney had news cycle strategies. Now they weren't as they weren't playing in the, as dirty as, as, per, as perhaps Trump met, but uh, I could argue that Romney won more news cycles yeah. uh, against Obama than Obama did, and did it with McCain. Um, but sometimes the demographics are stubborn things, uh, and I think that that's yeah. ultimately what you know that's what Trump's up against. Chuck, I know you've got your table at the Lafayette, the wonderful restaurant at the Hay Adams, just to the left of the fireplace. But if you were to sit there this morning, you know, in your leisurely four-hour day, Chuck, if you were to sit there this morning in Washington and see what you and Mike have been discussing, these ads and the other things, how does Mr. Trump attract and retain traditional Republicans are they repelled by this stuff, or, or is this just the new politics that we all have to well, get used to? Well, I think he is he is thinking that, you know, brute force works, uh, and that uh, the enemy of my enemy is my president. And I think that's what he's counting on, uh, that there is enough concern about Clinton, enough concern about the Supreme Court, that, you know, there will be a... a do you see be that regrudging acceptance within the Chuck so Todd experience? Do you see it? So far, we see it. I think you're seeing more and more Republicans come on board. The ones that are not with Trump now probably won't mm-hmm. be. And there, and there are folks that that um, may not may not vote for him. But is it going to have that much of an impact? I don't know. You know, maybe. I, look, here's where it's having a real impact on him: is financially. I have no idea, and to this, I have no idea how he's going to keep up. Even fifty cents on the dollar to to Clinton, I, I don't because I think it's a, the most offended group of of Republicans are the donors, and they're the ones right. that are so. Do they? Right I'm checks. fascinated by this. Do they sit out, or do they support the Secretary of State? No, I think they support uh, Pat Toomey, who's running for the U.S. to Republican running for the Senate in Pennsylvania. Kelly Ayotte, a Republican yeah. who's running in New Hampshire. I mm-hmm. think that's what they do. Uh, and, you know, they write checks to the party um, as long as it helps the Senate candidates. Uh, and I think that's what I think that's how they uh, and justify it to themselves. They won't help Clinton, but uh, they're not going to help Trump either. And they'll just try to help Republicans down the ballot. Well, that gets to the heart of uh, the real issue at the moment. And that is um, the campaign that is playing out in headlines and on cable TV is not the actual state of the campaign. Um, the, the polls at this point com- notoriously inaccurate for a lot of reasons. Trump doesn't have a ground well, I, t- I tend to disagree with that. All right, let's, you know, let's you, argue you that one. Back, Yeah, no, if you look at the history, the, the, where the general election ends up and where it begins, in many cases, it doesn't actually change that much. You know, Obama essentially started out uh, uh, with a lead on McCain. There was one or two polls that had McCain up, but most of the polling didn't. Uh, ditto with Romney. Uh, and here we are with Trump. There's really only one, uh, two, you know, most of the polls have Clinton up narrowly. There's a few, there's one or two uh, that are reputable. There's some non-reputable that have Trump ahead, but there's one or two that are reputable that have Trump narrowly ahead. Um, but it, frankly, it looks a lot like 
uh, looks a lot like 2012 to Maine right now. Well, I, I was going to argue with you, but I, I'm not going to argue with you because you, you kind of went where I was going in, in the sense that those polls that show Trump ahead, I mean, if you if you uh, consider reasons why that may be that Hillary hasn't, you know, consolidated. She's a fully yet. consolidated Democrat. Right. And, and he, is, he has gotten farther along in consolidating Republicans. I mean, if you assume the Sanders voters are coming over to her, um, then she has anywhere from a three to seven point lead in every single poll, including the ones that had him at. And when you when you uh, step back, um, we don't vote nationally. We vote through the Electoral College. Right, right. And if you look at the state by state polls at this point, uh, I think PredictWise latest numbers were uh, Democrat three hundred and thirty two, and mm-hmm. uh, Republican two hundred four. So yeah, um, it that, should be a familiar number to people. Three thirty two, two hundred four was the. Uh, was essentially the uh, 2012 split. Well, then, Chuck Todd, do you agree with the migration over the last X number of weeks from Clinton landslide to actually a legitimate race? I mean, at least can that constructively be said? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do because yeah. I mean, I think we were we had to remember we are pretty polarized, and there was a high floor, low ceilings for both parties. Right? Nobody can really get yeah. over 51, 52, 53. I mean, what Obama did in, in 08, you may look back on. 20 years from now and say that was truly a landslide to win by six percentage points. You know, before that, the largest one recently had been uh, Clinton over Dole, nine percent, you know, a little little less than nine percentage points. Um, And so it's, uh, I, you know, I can't imagine this being outside uh, the three to five range at this point without him doing something to collapse. Interesting. Chuck Todd, thank you so much. Extremely valuable. He is the moderator of Meet the Press. See Chuck Todd on MSNBC. See him on NBC Sunday mornings. You can hear him on Bloomberg Radio uh, Sunday afternoons. We're thrilled with our Sunday lineup uh, uh, to give you perspective on um, the linkage of economics and what we do here into Great way to spend your day well. because uh, all day Sunday you can catch up with the Sunday shows and uh, you don't have to sit in front of your television. You can be out and about and doing things. I, I, I looked at PredictWise. They do not only do presidential politics, Mike, but they also look at the 2015-16 NHL championship, as they call it. And the, the lightnings, the thunder and lightnings of Tampa Bay <laughs> doing pretty well at the PredictWise poll. Yeah, the penguins have uh, declined. You know, I would almost put less on a sports bet like that over the period <laughs> of politics time yeah. than on politics because the things don't change much in politics. But you know, in in sports, uh, there's injuries and things like uh, that. So on a day to day basis, there are probably some. I, I, I will say that's just all, my gut. Yeah, to, to all of our listeners worldwide and across this nation, uh, Mike and I, without giving any political angle. Dazzled by the political discourse of the last two weeks. We're dazzled by another hour of Bloomberg surveillance. Next.